0: i i am from massachusetts
1: oh cool i'm from virginia
0: awesome
1: did you grow up here
0: yep i grew up in yep i grew up in massachusetts i'm originally from florida
1: oh sweet how does that go
0: (laughs) well it took a bit of getting used to with the weather and stuff but you know i like it now i went to go live in minnesota for a short period of time too
1: wow Rural faces. Yes. <laughs> it's nice. How about you? I am actually from Bangladesh, small country next to India. Cool. Um, grew up there, and then came to US when I was about almost
0: twelve years old. Cool. Cool.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you like the Do you like the differences between the countries? And the at location at first
1: I didn't, but now I absolutely do. <laughs> blessed to be in US.
0: It's awesome. So <laughs> what was it like growing up for you?
1: Um as a female in a country where you don't really mean anything it it was harsh. Mm. Mm. It was very um like now thinking back it was harsh, but you know, when you live in a place when you don't really know what you're missing out on, it's just like, eh, it's another day of life.
0: Hmm. I can see that for sure. Um, yeah. I've known some people. I've, I've I've had classmates from Bangladesh, and they've said the same thing. And they were all like women, and they felt oh, so empowered much- to be in this uh, in the United States, and was able to excel and do a lot more.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish to be? You know, just go travel, or maybe live in a different place beside us.
0: Um, Canada seems inviting. <laughs> it's colder. is that
1: because of the president?
0: Yes, <laughs> especially because you're
1: of him. not you're not gonna believe it. Um, when Trump became the president, I actually applied to a college in Canada, in mm-hmm. a Canadian island. Yep. And later on, I found out there was a lot of, um, what do you call it, like snowstorms and stuff. So people can't really get out of that island.
0: And oh, I just like, I don't really want
1: to deal with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's okay, I'll suck it up. <laughs> I'd take the snowstorms over Trump.
1: <laughs> I mean, it depends because I've seen worse. So I'm just like, eh, let him. That's true. Only four years, you know
0: you know that's true um i i grew up in massachusetts where i gave it a nickname alaskachusetts cuz it's always cold oh i mean it's not like it's not like minnesota where it's like negative 24 degrees almost every day during winter it's close to it cuz mm-hmm. we live on the east coast by the water so it's like a wet cold. oh yeah that makes
1: sense <laughs> no that is crazy i could not do that especially like Being from a country that's tropical, Uh absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I like snow in movies, but that's pretty much it.
0: I mean, it's okay, but when it becomes excessive, like it causes derailment and schedules, then it becomes a pain in the butt. Like, annoying. Like, I'm
1: okay (laughs) with, you know, maybe a couple class canceled, but I, I don't think I could deal with that if I have a job and, like, a career.
0: Yeah, that would be... That would Absolutely be an not. inconvenience. Uh, we had that in March. Two, no. Nor- there was four Northeasters. That was like March was completely wiped out by storms.
1: That is crazy.
0: Yes, and we're still catching up from, you know, plans and stuff like that.
1: No, I remember um, because like Bangladesh, it's basically surrounded by India. So it looks like it's part of India, which is not anymore. Um, however, we have like one part that is connected to the water, which is called Bay of Bengal. We have like a lot of tsunamis and typhoons and all that. So we like it never really bothered us because, you know, we just grow up with It's like, oh, another rain. So yeah. Everyone's always prepared. So when I came to the <laughs> US, and people made us such a big deal, like, "Oh, do you have backstock food?" and blah, blah blah blah, and I'm like, "What are you guys talking about?" Right? Like, why is everyone just looking like you know they're gonna die? And they're like, "Oh, do you, you don't know? You know the um, Hurricane Hate, uh Florida and all these places." And I'm like, "Oh, well, I kind of grew up seeing those." Yeah. Like, it, like I, I'm kind of like. Desensitized to it if that's an actual word. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the last storm that made us leave Florida was Hurricane Andrew. Wasn't it Irma? Uh, or it was probably a different place. That was in 19 well, Hurricane Andrew hit 1992.
1: Cause I do know in 2017 it, like there was like I think three hurricanes that was just, you know, going on. Over and over again. Crazy,
0: yes, I remember. Yeah. Goodness, it was very wild.
1: I was just glad I was not in one of those
0: places. Oh yeah, me too. I was there when Massa- Well, um, Massachusetts had its first tornado. Uh, what is it? Yeah, tornado in 2013 in Springfield. And then someone goes, is Bart Simpson and his family okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. All the other people just don't have any value.
0: Right. Like, are the Simpsons okay? Like, wow. That was funny, though.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's probably because it's a meme.
0: Yes. Yes. But, you know, there was a lot of construction that had to get done in Massachusetts, And it split a tree in half next to my house. I was like, wow. Like, right down the middle. Yikes. Um, That's as close to some type of natural disaster it's gotten ever since Hurricane Andrew in 1992 or 1995. Before we left for Massachusetts. Massachusetts.
1: That's good. So, what do you miss the most growing up?
0: Um, I left when I was about five years old. So, what I remember most of the palm trees and the coconuts and...
1: Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> it was so
0: tropical and relaxed. I miss that. I miss the palm trees and, you know, just... Taking coconuts off the backyard, or like having fruits oh, and yes. stuff in the backyard.
1: I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: Mm-hmm. I missed that part—mangos and kiwis,
1: like the yeah. fresh ones,
0: very fresh.
1: Just pick it up or steal it from someone else's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have done that. No, like I have no guilty for it because that was basically like a game for us. Yeah. Country,
0: so. Yeah, it was cool, though. You know, you didn't have to go out and buy it. It was in your backyard.
1: Yeah, totally. Okay, don't mind me asking, what, like, um, are you, like, 90s kid or earlier
0: or later? 90s. Definitely a 90s okay. kid. I remember the All Red right. Rats and, like, Powerpuff Girls. Yes, like what happened
1: to cartoon network
0: i don't know or disney that good stuff ren and stempy from nickelodeon and oh i didn't have
1: nickelodeon and bangladesh (laughs) (laughs) i had Cartoon network i had disney but like some sometimes not all the time especially being an asian kid yeah you don't get to watch that much tv Ah. Um, but yeah, I definitely miss like Tom and Jerry, Mr. Bean, if you know him.
0: Tom and Jerry was my favorite. I loved it. The cat. And I still all have their the stickers. Other. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I still have their stickers.
0: Oh man, Tom, like cat, you know Tom and Jerry. Anytime I see them now on TV, if I ever get a chance, I'm stopping to watch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I actually make my brother and sister because um they're like one, my brother is my, eight years younger than me and then my sister is eight years younger than him so every time I'm in front of TV and I'm like you have to watch cartoon and they're like okay we'll watch cartoon I'm like alright it's Tom and Jerry then <laughs> or Jerry. Um, what is it um, Cowdy the Courage Dog or
0: yes, something like cowardly that dog.
1: there you go <laughs> Oh, man. That, too.
0: He'd be like, oh, you stupid dog.
1: <laughs> yes. I still watch it at times.
0: I still do. It's a really good cartoon. The kids just don't. They just miss out on good stuff.
1: I feel like you couldn't put that back onto the, you know, medias right now because people are a lot more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Because apparently there was news where... It made it to the news. That's how big it is. Um, like, the cookie monster in The Simpsons or whatever the show is. Because you know how he eats cookies.
0: Yes. So
1: Parents are now complaining that it is unhealthy. They're teaching their kids to eat cookies and they're, you know, not approving the cartoon. So they had oh. to change the entire cartoon to cookies or snacks only.
0: Wow. Yeah. They and I was like
1: Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> what about blues clues? Remember that?
1: Um blues clues people are not really liking it, as far as <laughs> I know, because they changed the, you know, main person 'cause he's losing hair and he doesn't look the same anymore, which makes no sense because you could actually get, you know, fake hairs. Like, you know, come on now. It's an eighteen. But yeah, no. so they're, you know, taking him down and then they have someone new who does not look like him or act like him. So people don't like it anymore.
0: Man, there's nothing that can replace the 90s. The 90s were like authentic times, like really cool. Yeah, Like even
1: though I'm not from here, I'm just like, yes.
0: <laughs> Those are times to reminisce like I do miss the 90s the music oh my goodness everything was so like just
1: like nothing cool like everything was just something that you enjoy and not worry about
0: exactly it was a carefree time especially being kids you know like yes. you know eight years old nine years old just enjoying it you know the richness Absolutely. of it and
1: now everyone's just busy like 14 year olds trying to make do so much makeup that I, even I get confused now. When I look and you know, go back to my high school and middle school, like visit them, I look at these kids and I'm like, oh my gosh, you look so much older than you are, and that is all because of the makeup you do.
0: Yeah, shouldn't even let them do makeup, just enjoy. I know, <laughs> you know, enjoy that time. You know, like time, I wasn't you know, even allowed to shave
1: my legs till I'm just. Even now, I'm still not allowed to shave my legs. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, what are these kids doing? These like, kids I know you crazy. have YouTube, but come on.
0: But um, I wish this recording session was longer, but we get a 15-minute window. Yes. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, oh, my gosh. It's okay. Yeah. We could probably do more Definitely. later on, though.
0: I'm going to give you a yellow star um, that way <laughs> for
1: the time.
0: That way um, we can like do one-on-one anchor calls and actually record unlimited um, because this is a co-host call, but you know, I think yeah. it was really fun chatting, you know, just rem- reminiscing yeah, about looking. the nineties and cool stuff.
1: Totally. <laughs> I wonder who came up with the talk.
0: I don't
1: know. It was you. No, um, someone came up with the topic. It was just floating around my homepage. I was like, ooh, this one.
0: Nice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was really nice to meet you, though.
0: Nice to meet you, too.
1: All right. I'm going to end the call now, then. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Enjoy. Oh, my goodness. It was so great to reminisce about... You know, growing up in the 90s as a kid or a teenager, you know, the music and just the ability to just kick back and enjoy things for what they were, you know, and not really having to worry about technology the way that everybody does now, you know, especially the high school kids and just kindergartners. Everything is evolved around technology nowadays, so, you know... If you got some stories about growing up as a kid or a teenager in the 90s, please feel free to drop them stories by. You know, it's always great to kick back into, you know, the past times and talk about the great things, the authentic experiences, you know, the cartoons, the movies, everything, fashion and social atmosphere whatsoever. You know, it's all good stuff, you know. I'd say it's great to be someone out of the 90s era, you know, some great things to reminisce about. Some kids will never really understand what, you know, carrying around a CD player meant, you know, it meant walking elegantly. <laughs> and if you walk too quick, your CD will skip. Or having a Walkman, you know, just solely a Walkman, you know, nothing crazy or fancy, you know the cassettes that's where just everything was just really cool you know i mean technology now it's great you know but there's nothing as authentic as the 90s
1: hey casper this is david dixon um my anchor intro Just wanted to thank you for favoriting our station, and also, after listening to some of your content, I wanted to invite you to come introduce your station and yourself on my Anchor intro. Um, We'd love to have you, and uh, if you're interested in that, there's a past episode we have called Introduction. It'll give you a step-by-step process of exactly what we're looking for, but basically our station is designed to help you to get your voice out to the rest of the Anchor community, and we'd love to have you. So uh, take a look at that past episode titled Introduction. And also be listening this weekend, we've got some stuff out there to help you out. All right, thank you.
2: Well, I hey, guess we can you hear me.
0: Yes, you kind of faded out for a second, but I was wondering how did you pronounce your name so I would say it correctly?
2: Hi there uh, my name is Rohan, I'm from India. How about yourself?
0: Awesome. I'm from Massachusetts.
2: Massachusetts, oh, that's great. <laughs> so yeah so how's it going with you
0: Uh, i was going pretty good Mm i'm just chilling i just finished doing a co-host with somebody else and it Uh lasted the entire 15 minutes which is really good
2: (laughs) that that's fantastic yeah Um, so uh what we're gonna do right now is uh we're gonna talk about motivation right mm -hmm. Right. uh casper just for a quick introduction uh like what do you do
0: I am an assistive technology trainer for the blind and visually impaired.
2: Mm -hmm. That's nice. Uh, So about myself, I am uh, like no CEO, no businessman. I'm uh, 22 years old and uh, I just write. I'm a writer.
0: Awesome. Writing is great. It's really cool. Yeah. Express yourself. Uh,
2: uh, uh. That's why I started writing. Right. So let's start with yourself.
0: Well, I teach technology and I do some writing myself, too. Um, More like Mm -hmm. just like short stories and, you know, funny, funny things and whatnot. Um, Uh. You know, it's all good stuff. And I share with some friends. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you write about?
2: So uh, basically, I write about uh, incidences, uh, basically uh, the deep ones, uh, which short lessons in life, which, uh, you know, helps other people get motivated, motivates me in a way. And uh, everything that uh, goes around and comes around, uh, you know, the, this is the cycle I'm talking about. So more about experiences uh, uh, rather than uh, a product or Uh, you know of short experiences Uh, so it's not not about that it's about uh, the psychology of life and where it picks you and where it puts you Uh, so basically I write uh, about my experiences on uh, uh, life I write about I also write uh, raps uh, on uh, on uh, basically the topic of India like the uh, I so it's the deep conversation I always think about so uh, for example I can give you an example right now so have you ever thought of why does a criminal uh, make a crime like ever thought in that way?
0: I actually have wondered why, like why would they do that for, you know?
2: Exactly. So that's, uh, that's what I write about. Why do they do that? So what, what intimate that, uh, you know, them to do such thing. And so basically that's what I do.
0: Cool. We need more uh, people who do writing like this. So yeah, I've got a question. Um Yes. Did you grow up in the 90s?
2: Uh, yes, I'm 1997 born.
0: Oh, oh, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're <were> more <laughs> of like a 2000s kid.
2: Uh, you could say that, yeah.
0: Ah, I grew up in the 90s. Um, so Ladies. do you have any like things that you like from the 90s, even though you know you're uh, what well, they I- just
2: like. Only if I could remember, except for the cartoons.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <Like> <laughs> cartoons, music and or like technology, like the Walkmans and MP3 players and stuff like that.
2: Oh, oh yes, 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 definitely. I remember my first Walkman, which was uh, gifted by my brother uh, when I was in like, uh, fourth, uh, no, no, no. I was in like first or second standard. So that was early, uh, like early 2000s. So, yeah, I still remember that, uh, those times. The new uh, uh, hip hop was newly introduced to me, uh, like in the sense of music, if we talk about that. And uh, yeah, so it, it was fun. Like, yeah.
0: I mean, I got my first Walkman when I was in junior high, and that was like mm-hmm. 2001 or two. And I was attached to that thing like nobody's business. Um, do you remember what your first CD was that you purchased, or that you got? Uh, uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I never purchased a CD, but I remember it was uh, some uh, uh, Hollywood movie. I don't remember. It's Arnold. It was Arnold. It was some Arnold's movie. I remember. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. so yeah, that that was the first uh, CD uh, I you know I ever got. It was also gifted too.
0: Well, my first CD that I got from my oldest sister Mm -hmm. was a Cher CD. I don't know if you know the singer Cher.
2: Uh, No, no, no. I I do not know about that.
0: Oh, well, she's a great musician from out of the 70s, 80s, and the 90s. Um, Mm -mm. Okay. And she was one of my favorite singers and still is till this day. And I Mm played that CD almost every single day until I got new music.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, yeah. So I still have my old collections. Like uh, I still have those CDs with me. Like these are long. So these are the memories I have from my childhood. I never want uh, them to get vanished.
0: Oh yeah, that's the only thing you got to hang on to from your childhood. (laughs) You know the good stuff. I, I still
2: have that bookman with me. I mean, it's broken though, uh, but I still have those uh, books. Uh, I used to. Uh, I started reading. Like uh, English is not the uh, the language uh, we used to have. Uh, like we have. Yeah, but uh, the place where I come from is uh, like it's it's a very conservative place. Like English uh, is not the first preference over here. So the recent languages are uh, the first preference. Uh, because of uh, out of the books, i started reading i uh, started communicating very well after you know these books taught me so th- these are like priceless things for me like uh, i don't know just amazing
0: yes i actually still have books from the 90s in a closet oh mm-hmm. man i don't think i'd get rid of the uh, the older books like the harry potter yeah. books and the narnia collections and stuff like that uh, um, I got yeah, a collection of,
2: <laughs> uh, I understand. I, I have the collection of uh, Reader's uh, Digest, uh, if you know uh, what I mean. Yes. Uh, have you ever come across those books? Yes. So My dad used to read those books and, uh, you know, he had his own private collection. And uh, I, uh, when he used to sleep uh, in the afternoon and in the night, uh, I used to go pick up one book and, uh, you know, I uh, used to start reading. So that's been always an amazing experience for me with this books. Like it used, to, it used to teach me all.
0: <laughs> good stuff.
2: Yeah, good stuff, man. So, uh, are, we, are
0: we right now? Oops, say that again.
2: Now, what are we going to exactly do right now? So are we going to talk more about ourselves or are we going to shift on motivation?
0: Oh yeah, we're just we're gonna move over to motivation and stuff like that. So, like, what motivates you? Like, what motivates so, you?
2: For me, uh, like uh, the recent example I have is uh, failure. What motivates me is a failure. Like, I have this energy in my body after I fail in uh, something, and I don't know what uh, it, it, this. It, it's an energy. Like, if you can convert it into sadness or you can convert it into something uh, greater. I I don't know, like it motivates me, man. If I whenever I feel, yeah, it's uh, depressing uh, for a bit, but uh, another second, if I take it in a good way, it it just kicks me and it pushes me away to do something better than uh, what I've done. So failure is the best motivation I think I have as for now.
0: And that is so relatable, Mm -mm. 1000% relatable.
2: Yeah, I as well. mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yes, definitely. I I just broke off. I mean, I I like my girlfriend just dumped me right now, and uh, you know, it just motivates you know do something better in my life, make myself a better person. That uh, you know everything falls in place. It's very shattering in uh, the beginning of, but as you learn things, these experiences which you get after failures and uh, it's amazing like at the end it's amazing
0: yeah you see different things like so basically when oh. someone leaves you know um mm-hmm. that gives you more space for better things to come your way so exactly my point that's exactly what it is that just happened
2: Mm-mm-mm. so what motivates you
0: um You know, just realizing that I can go up a step higher than where I am, you know, Mm -hmm. just knowing that there's a lot of room for improvement and Mm -hmm. you're better, like you can be better than what you were an hour ago when you're trying to learn something or do something to improve certain skills Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to come out better than what you were.
2: I can relate to that. Yes, Yes, definitely. There are people uh, in this world, uh, you know, uh, I wish someday they can understand that how to take this failure uh, and these experiences and how to convert them into your positiveness so you can take a step ahead and go forward in life rather than going backwards or sitting where you are right now. True. Mm-mm-mm. True business. So, Yeah. So, uh, what else uh, does motivate you? I mean, uh, like, what common things, uh, like, whenever you see someone or, you know, maybe an idle person you look up to, or, like, what are the other things?
0: Um, What is kind of motivating is that I can help other people get their skills, you know, teach people to get better skills. Like, I teach blind people how to use technology. And, oh, that's amazing. And, um... You know, they come into the room for you know a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, they come in with little to minimal skills, and uh-huh. the fact that they have more skills than what they started off with is uh-huh. what's motivating. That's the good part. I like that.
2: Oh, definitely. I, I can completely relate to that feeling. Uh, helping someone also motivates you in a yes, way. Yes,
0: it's good because so... you could learn something from them as well.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, if you help someone, it makes you feel good. And, you know, it encourages you to do more good things. And that's a motivation in a way. Like, it's, it's like, it's very deep motivation inside your heart. It's not in your mind. Like, it's a good feeling motivation.
0: Right, definitely.
2: Yeah. So, so who is the person like you look up to? Like, you know, uh, in your family, maybe you could say, or in your country?
0: Um, it's kind of hard to say. I look up to a lot of people. Um, okay, let's start
2: with the basic. Like, oh, whom do you look up to in your family?
0: Oh man, that's hard to choose. There's a couple of really interesting um, icons. Oh. <laughs> like, I'd say Tell my us. aunt. My uh, aunt. Sorry. She, my aunt.
2: mm mm-hmm. Your aunt.
0: She completely understands some of the struggles that I have, and so mm-hmm. we could talk about it, and it's just cool. And she encourages you to do good. Mm-hmm. You know? You understand, yeah. And it's like for a celebrity or historical person, I would say um, mm-hmm. Barack Obama. He's a well-spoken man.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. Definitely. I would agree on that. He was a great man. Like
0: He's a very nice, elegant like, speaker.
2: Yes, a very elegant one. So I uh, like when uh, the uh, the other person, like the current president, uh, Mr. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, he got elected. I was happy for him, uh, but I was also sad that uh, Mr. Obama couldn't be uh, the same president because uh, I used to look up to that person uh, whenever that person used to speak on whatever topic it might be. It used to motivate me all the time because it was uh, realistic. I mean, he kept uh, Yeah, exactly. That's my point. That his actions were real. His words were real. Whatever he used to say, he used to do that. And uh, fantastic. like, whatever he has done has always motivated me.
0: Absolutely. Like it just came over like a wash over like motivation. But as soon as Mm -hmm. the other guy came along, all of that progress just got rolled back like a pair of sleeves. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh yeah, you can. I mean, you can understand that better than me. Uh, but I can see the results. Uh, like uh, at the end, uh, you know, I can just see uh, who speaks and uh, who does uh, take the action. So yeah, the at the end, uh, the reality is always going to speak. So it it it's always going to be the harsh way for uh, the person who who are not realistic. I um, mean, who say something but don't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: So just a quick heads up. The um, maximum time for co-hosting is 15 minutes. So as much as I enjoyed this conversation, you know, talking about motivation, I hope you were motivated for the short period of time. Um, Yes, definitely. I'm going to have to, you know, we're going to have to, you know, like be done with the segment. But thanks for joining me on this co-host on Anchor. I will follow up with you after this episode thanks sure
2: and uh, you have a good one
0: you too
2: alright thank you so much
0: bye bye hey guys I hope you guys like the random noise that I put in here (laughs) Uh, that was funny I thought it was Um, hope you guys did too so I am going to include some voicemails from other podcasters on here that I have been interacting with on here. Um, I've also had some other um, co-hosts that's been going on. It's been pretty cool. And I think this is probably the third co-host that I've done that has not been interrupted. But hey, it's some good stuff, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Look forward to more random noises in the next couple of episodes. And by the way, I have a friend that I said I was going to feature on my podcast on Anchor. Um, I will be able to get her on soon. So just hang on tight, guys. She will be coming on here soon. She's also out of Massachusetts as well. Baby, what's good, Cass? You already know what it is. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Fake Friends episode. I've been seeing you tuning in. Thank you so much for the support. I appreciate the fact that you love that. And uh, what part of Mass you live in? Because I actually live right up the street in New Hampshire. But, um, you know, I work down in Mass in Andover. And I'm in Mass all the time. So that is crazy. What part are you in? Because, <laughs> excuse me, I was actually out in Burlington last night at Tavern in the Square. Uh, chilling, you know, a couple homies were up from. Mary Arizona, watch the bees game and all that good stuff but yeah that's cool we like neighbors girl thank you so much I appreciate you tuning in you already know I'm gonna be tuning in the station and I do so bang bang